Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello my loves, I hope you're having a lovely day. For me, I'm recording this on a Saturday and it's a lovely day. It's cold and rainy, which is unusual here in Florida but it's pretty clear out. And in fact, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to go with my boyfriend and we're going to walk our dog with his business partner's dogs. He's out of town. So we're going to go give him a little walk together. So that'll be fun. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're having a lovely day as well and that you've got things that you're excited about and looking forward to. But today I am going to hit you with a little bit of tough love. It's never good, as we've talked about before, to beat yourself up or, or shame yourself. Definitely not doing that. But you can give yourself a, a little tough love, a little kick in the pants sometimes. That's always, that can be helpful. I must say that's always good, but no, <laughs> that can be helpful. So today what I wanted to talk to you about is the lie of the easy button and success entitlement. So it's a very common lie that we tell ourselves, and I know that I've been there, that we want things to be easy. And it kind of comes from that land of shoulds. For some reason, we have this should that things should be easy. And then behind that is, you know, if I were smart enough, if I were good enough, then this would be easy. So that creates resistance anytime something isn't easy to us. And it immediately triggers those thoughts in our brain. And that triggers, you know, sensations that leads the survival part of our brain to be like, oh, boy, this is not feeling good. This is definitely something we need to avoid. It's going to be bad. There's definitely going to be tigers that we don't know about. Abort, abort, abort. (laughs) So that fallacy of that easy button, that things should be easy or even that we want them to. It's actually, you know, can be detrimental and can hold us back because, you know, the truth is, is that challenge and new things that take a learning curve and take some failure, we actually grow from that and we enjoy it. If you really think about it, if you question that thought, are there things that we do and enjoy because they're easy? Yeah, sure. But that's because those things are a contrast in our lives and they're part of that full range of human experience with things that are more challenging, right? You know, if you're, say, a runner, which I'm not, (laughs) you know, you might enjoy a nice, easy couple mile run. And that's can be fun and easy. And, you know, you're like, hey, I'm going to go out and have an easy day and do that. But you also enjoy the challenge of, of working up to a half marathon, maybe or a marathon, you know, because it's enjoyable. Or you might enjoy going out for a run sometimes because that's challenging when you also enjoy laying around on the couch. (laughs) It's contrast in life. You know, there are things, you know, we enjoy relaxing and things that are easy, but we also enjoy challenges and learning new things and experiencing something different. We just tend to have that survival instinct kicked in when we don't need it. And it tells us sometimes that 
we start feeling uncomfortable, which we talked about in the episode of how to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable, you know, we start feeling that uncomfortable and that negative type emotion that many of us associate uncomfortableness with being negative. And lizard brain is just like, nope, this is rollover. Let's play dead. Let's just lay here. Let's stay safe. <laughs> but we can let go of this belief that things should be easy or even that we want them to be easy and start working on that thought and do some of the thought stairs that we talked about before and looking into how we enjoy challenges, how it pushes us out of that comfort zone and it encourages us to grow and expand our horizons and, and learn new things. I read a quote the other day and it said, you know, once the mind is expanded by a new idea, it can never go back. I really liked that. It was interesting to me, you know, once you have learned that new thing, you've always made that progress. You've always made that growth and it can't be taken from you. So this idea that things should be easy or, you know, why can't this be easy? I wish this were easy. Those thoughts cause tension and resistance in your life towards that thing that you want. So I challenge you to practice some awareness when you're learning something and maybe you're struggling or failing and you're starting to have those thoughts like, I wish this was easier, this should be easier and question that. Is that true for you or is that just making this experience less enjoyable, right? When you could be focused on the fact that you're learning something new, that you're trying something different, you're challenging yourself and the result is going to be expansion and growth that can never be taken from you. So that's kind of the first part of, of this is questioning that belief that something should be easy or that you want it to. And the next part of that is a way that we self-sabotage that is frequently called success entitlement. And that's where it's kind of a little bit of a kick in the pants because sometimes we don't pursue our goals and we quit or we give up or we decide it's just not for us because we have this belief that we are actually very confident. For example, when you start your business and you're like, okay, I know about this business. I'm interested in this and I can make $100,000 my first year in business. And so you're excited and you start your business and a couple months in you've made $0. And now you're like, oh, well, I mean, I know other people who made $100,000 in a year. So, I mean, I should have been able to do this by now. This should have been easier for me. So we think that we're confident, right? We think that we believed in ourselves and we had confidence and, and we were doing it right, but we're not getting anywhere. So that must mean that it's not for us, that we don't have that certain skill, that we're not smart enough that we don't have something right we're lacking we're not good enough and this is just not for us when instead realizing just that it's always a different process and that just because you're intelligent and you have a great idea doesn't mean success is just going to happen it doesn't mean that you're going to get to avoid that failure or the failures that come along with that process. Even if someone did make $100,000 in their business in a year, it is very unlikely and would more likely be an exception to prove the rule that they just thought of a business, 
started it up and ta-da, they made that money. There's always more to the story. There's always other projects and things that contributed to that. Maybe coaches, mentors, other people that they've worked with that had a business and what they learned there. Connections they had from a career or a job that converted well into sales in that new area. It's just impossible to know. You're comparing a palm tree to a pine tree and finding fault with one of them or saying they should be growing at the same rate or they should be producing the same thing when they obviously don't. One has fronds and one has needles. (laughs) They're totally opposite. Believing that because someone else had a success in a certain amount of time and that you didn't, but then saying, well, I'm confident that if they could do something, I could do it, but then I didn't. So it must just be, this is not a good fit for me. And then we give up. We're like, you know, if I'm not successful at this in my ideal time frames, in my should-haves, then it's not for me and I shouldn't do it. And that is a way of self-sabotaging because you do know on some level there that you're capable of this. You are capable of success, but there's that part of your brain that's saying it should be easier. It shouldn't be this hard for me. And survival instinct kicking in, lizard brain is like, let's not do this. Stop, dig a nap, do something else. Stick with what you're good at, (laughs) right? That's when we get to that lie that, you know, it's like, oh, I'm staying here because it's what I'm good at when we really want to do something else. If you love it and you're like, I don't want to do anything else, that's when you're staying with what you're good at, right? We've talked about that before. But if it's just like, I haven't had success on this timetable that I made up, (laughs) that I made up based on someone else's completely different situation or just my ideal timeline of what I think this should be, you're sabotaging yourself. And it's coming back to that belief that something, you know, shouldn't be hard because if it's hard, that means that you're not enough. That means that you're missing something that you need, but you're not. If you're missing that skill, right, if it's something that you do need to learn, there are things that you don't know, doesn't mean that you're not smart enough. It just means you haven't figured it out yet. And if you are capable of building that $100,000 multi six-figure business, then you are capable of it. Whether you met it in that, you know, made up time frame that you had for yourself or not. So the decision then is, do I want to do hard things? And if it's, no, I don't want to do hard things. And that's not just lizard brain. That's, it's true. You're like, no, I don't want to do that. Then maybe you don't really want to do it. But if you do really want it, if it's some dream or goal that's been calling to you and you've wanted it for years, don't give up because the thought that it should be easier, that I should be further along, right? I'm confident, I'm competent, and I can do this. But if I can't, then it's just not for me. (laughs) Notice how those thoughts are holding you back from just doing the hard stuff, right? And figuring out what it is that you don't know and where to learn that information. And knowing that there is no true timetable for success, right? We have goals and we make them measurable and time specific, but that helps us evaluate and set those milestones. It doesn't mean that I'm a complete failure if I didn't 
breach it. You just reevaluate and you keep going. And as long as you can commit to yourself to keep going to reach that goal, then you will find that success. That part of you does believe you can do. And I think that can be, you know, one of the more frustrating things about having a form of perfectionism that leads to that analysis paralysis where you're always overthinking things and you kind of go back and two between these bursts of confidence like I can absolutely do this I can do this career I could get that promotion I could start my business or or write my book I can absolutely do it and then you cycle through but what if I fail but what if it takes too long But what if I am rejected? What if it turns out that I can't really do it? And by by trying, I realize that all my dreams are never going to come true and I fail miserably. So you just go through that cycle and you're paralyzed and you're not taking action. You are dreaming of these goals and these things that you want so badly, but you're not doing them, you know, and maybe you break through every now and then and you do something And you're happy and you're proud of that accomplishment, which is great. But for the most part, you're holding back and you're avoiding those goals and those dreams that you have for yourself from this kind of tangled belief that I can succeed, but what if I don't? (laughs) You know, I've said it before, and I I like to use this example of, of Schrodinger's cat. If you watch The Big Bang Theory, you know what that is. If you put the cat in the box, as long as you don't open the box, the cat is both simultaneously alive and dead. So, you know, as long as you stay paralyzed and not taking action, you're both a complete failure and capable of your wildest successes that you've imagined. (laughs) You get to be both. But which do you, you know, really feel? And it's that pain of, of seeing yourself as a failure, which, of course, is just a thought. And whether you achieve those goals or not, that is not what determines whether or not you're a failure or a success. But knowing that you're stuck and that you want those things and you're afraid that you can't achieve them on some level and that you're going to fail is not, you know, it's not a happy way to live. I, I've been there and it creates depression and, it, and anxiety and it keeps you from seeing all the amazing things that you have in your life right now, as well as all the amazing things that you are truly capable of, you know, because you're really not getting excited about those things, because you're simultaneously believing that they're too hard for you and you're going to fail. So if that's where you are, if you're stuck in that perfectionist paralysis, and you, you're feeling down and anxious and sad and just really wish that you could change, that you could step out and start working towards these goals that you've had for so long, then I encourage you to reach out. I would love to be your coach. I found a coach when I was in that spot and it changed my life. (laughs) I started taking a lot of action. I started my own business. I started two podcasts. I was no longer paralyzed by that anxiety and that harsh inner critic telling me that, that I was not good enough. And if success didn't come immediately, that meant I was a failure. And just all those thoughts that come with all of that. I even specifically worked with my coach about my thought that 
I wish things were easier. And we worked through that. And I realized that I didn't, (laughs) that I enjoyed the challenges of first starting my business. Um, That was when that had come up when I first started my own business. So, you know, if you're ready to break through perfectionist paralysis, please reach out. There's links in the show notes and, you know, you can find me on Instagram at Lisa Oglesby Coaching LLC and schedule that free consult so we can talk about how to get started. You're not entitled to success, right? Those success entitlement thoughts, those are detrimental, but you do deserve your goals and your dreams and you can make that happen. You are capable of it and you're definitely worthy of it. And there's no truth to the belief that you don't want something if it's not easy because you know you do. So I would work on, you know, challenging yourself maybe to do some thought stairs that we talked about before about how you actually enjoy challenges because they help you grow. And also consider reaching out to me. I would love to coach you and help you break through your paralysis and start taking action towards your dreams. And not only does that result in goals achieved, but we also do the work so you can enjoy your life where you are right now. So you don't have to wait until you achieve some goal to start, you know, feeling happier and loving your life and experiencing less anxiety and depression. So I'm going to go and have a lovely hike with some adorable puppies. I love animals. I love puppies. And I leave you with that because I am going to go press the easy button and have a nice easy hike. And I hope that you have some easy, enjoyable, relaxing activities planned today. But for those things that are hard, I challenge you to question the lie that you don't like hard things. And I also challenge you to double down on those dreams that you feel like you couldn't do or you weren't successful in the right time frame and start taking that action and commit to yourself and your dreams because you are capable you are strong and you're smart and you can figure it out all right my loves get out there and seize the day <laughs>